Over the past few days, Solana has been absolutely skyrocketing in price, reaching the top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap. It's flipped XRP. It's flipped Cardano. Even at one point today, it had flipped BNB to become the third biggest cryptocurrency after Bitcoin and Ethereum. But the question is, can it flip Ethereum for that second spot? There's been a lot of talk about potentially Solana flipping Ethereum this cycle and the fact that that could happen as soon as 2024. And subsequently, there's also been a lot of talk about Ethereum being dead. A lot of the big creators on Twitter are now coming out and calling Ethereum garbage, calling it too slow, unable to scale, and eventually going to fail. So in today's video, I also want to answer the question of, is Ethereum going to succeed? It's certainly a hot topic at the moment. Um, the Solana versus Ethereum war on, on Twitter is very strong, obviously with Ethereum performing quite poorly and Solana performing really strongly. And I think it's an interesting conversation to have today because it kind of contextualizes where we currently sit in terms of blockchain technology and where the L1 space is headed in the future. So if we do take a look at Solana's market cap versus Ethereum, we can see that it's currently a 6.48x away from ETH, slightly less if you factor in uh, the FDV of Solana, which is 53 billion, versus Ethereum's FDV at 273 billion. Right now, Solana DEX volume is actually higher than Ethereum, and trading volume is actually higher than Ethereum. Uh, this is largely due to the fact that there is a massive meme coin season happening on Solana. There is also a massive airdrop farming season happening on Solana as a result of the recent price increases and increased interest in the ecosystem. And the real reason this has happened is because a lot of the other L1s, people are realizing a way too congested. And the, and the current experience on Solana is just much more fun for meme coin trading, NFT trading, than it is on Ethereum, where you have to pay crazy gas. And what happened is a lot of users moved from Ethereum to the L2s, like AVAX and Polygon, but then AVAX got super congested and there was nowhere to really go on the layer two front. And a lot of users just realized, well, we prefer to do our degening on Solana. And Solana's become, uh, for good reason, one of the strongest degen chains. Now, you guys know I'm a huge fan of Solana. I've been stacking Solana over the past couple of years. You would also know if you've watched my Twitter, we got some really nice entries at $14 Sol during the Robinhood FUD, which finally ended up marking the local bottom. So I'm a big fan of Sol, and I own a big bag of Sol. In fact, recently, my Sol bag almost overtook my Ethereum bag um, just because it's run up so strongly. But I do want to take an objective view here and take a look at Sol versus Ethereum um, in the context of what has been a super rough patch for Ethereum in terms of the social attitude towards ETH. I mean, we saw Alex Becker say it doesn't work in any real world scenario, no disrespect, but it isn't shocking that people see it as garbage. It is garbage. Trading Lord came out and said, I'm this close to selling my Ethereum after it being the core holding of my portfolio since 2016. If the whale still got it, we got to see a reaction from this point because I am sure this is what capitulation feels like. Peter McCormack came out and said, remember ETH. Um, we see this Marty Party guy say that Ethereum's lost 36% of its value. Financial advice, get out. A lot of people speaking badly about Ethereum online and a lot of people people speaking really positively um, about Sol online and for good reason, because the metrics on Sol look crazy. As you can see in front of you, it flipped uh, Ethereum recently in daily active addresses 
daily transactions. It's still a little bit behind in terms of TVL, but Dex volume also overtook Solana. So Mario says here, it's safe to say Solana flipping Ethereum is now a higher probability than Ethereum flipping Bitcoin. Now, this video is completely my opinion, um, of course, as these shows are, but I'm going to give you my insight as to how realistic I think Sol flipping ETH is, given the 6.4 multiple um, that's standing in front of us, and what my thoughts are on Ethereum from this point forward, because there is a lot of FUD. Should you be even holding ETH in your portfolio, or is it time to look at moving Ethereum on? Is Ethereum a failed experiment? Well, I'll answer that question in just a second, but before we get into that, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our official show partners, 20X, which is actually an exchange that allows you to trade one of the hottest commodities in crypto right now, which is Inscription. So if, I'm sure you've heard by now about BRC20 tokens. It's the new Bitcoin Inscription standard, which has been really taking the crypto world by storm recently. 20X is an amazing platform that's going to allow you to trade these inscriptions, which is super cool, um, and I think it fits a market need. Now, currently, they are conducting an airdrop. So everyone watching this video, you are in luck because they are currently doing five rounds of airdrops over the next couple of weeks. Currently, you do have a little bit of time left in the third round of the airdrop. Now, if you want to enter the airdrop, it's super simple, and this is the only way for you to get your hands on 20X tokens right now. All you need to hold is 500 dollars or more worth of Audi, Sats, Rats, or BTCs in your wallet, and then you can come over to the whitelist page and claim your airdrop. This will allow you to be whitelisted for an airdrop of their 20X token. Of course, you are going to need a wallet that is compatible with Bitcoin uh, and, and Bitcoin token standards. So a wallet like OKX's Web3 wallet will allow you to do this. You can simply add it to Chrome as an extension, and you can use this wallet in order to conduct transactions when it comes to Bitcoin DeFi. Um, so the OKX wallet is, is the best one that I've personally used. And then you can come onto the 20X airdrop page, which is going to be linked in the description below and take part in the 20X airdrop. So once again, this is available for anyone holding $500 worth or more um, of the following tokens and that claim their airdrop via the website. Just note that it is first come first serve until the pool runs out. So it is worth keeping your eye on on the countdowns here to make sure that you can get in at the beginning of each airdrop round. Another thing you can do is follow 20X on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest developments to make sure you don't miss an airdrop round. There'll be a link in the description to that as well. So let's go back to the Solana and Ethereum conversation. Solana's metrics are overtaking Ethereum. What do I think about Ethereum right now? Well, there are a couple points of nuance that I would like to point out. The first thing is that when you are comparing Solana and Ethereum, it's not really a fair comparison, and I'll explain why. A lot of Ethereum's liquidity is fragmented across an ecosystem of L2s. Ethereum has made it very clear that their optimal scaling solutions involve and incorporate layer 2 ecosystems which use the Ethereum consensus mechanism to validate transactions. This means that there is an incentive um, for liquidity to go into these L2s and for L2 products to be built that facilitate the scaling of ETH. ETH is undergoing a pretty ambitious roadmap um, in order to fix a lot of its problems. It started as a proof-of-work chain. It started, I guess, broken, right? A lot of these other blockchains have had the advantage of being able to launch, taking ETH's flaws into account, but Ethereum has to fix it on the go, and this is going to take time. So for now, their kind of go-to solution has been to fragment liquidity into the L2s. So when you're tracking the stats of Ethereum versus Solana, it is a bit disingenuous to compare them because Sol is one chain and ETH is fragmented. So 
I mean, Ethereum has not performed impressively recently in terms of price, but it is important to keep this in mind um, when you are judging the merits of the ETH ecosystem. The other thing to keep in mind is that there's currently a lot of Celsius forced selling for Ethereum at the moment, which has created, I think, an environment where price has struggled. And a lot of the recent hate on Ethereum comes off the back of, of course, the high fees, but also the price action. And the price action has been more negative than maybe what it uh, would have been without some of this Celsius forced selling. I mean, we, we've seen what forced selling across a variety of tokens has done in the past. The Solana Robinhood um, forced selling actually res resulted in Sol dropping to sub $10 as well. So forced selling can affect tokens in a negative way. And there's been a lot of forced selling on the Ethereum side, which has affected price and thus sentiment. So what is my opinion on ETH? And then I'll get into my opinion on whether I think uh, Solana is a realistic chance of flipping Sol. Well, my opinion is that this is currently that stage in the cycle where everyone calls Ethereum dead. This narrative intermittently pops up. So every single every six months, this narrative seems to pop up again, especially when ETH gas fees get high. And if you remember back to the 2021 bull run, this narrative was really prominent. And that was one of the reasons why a lot of other L1s ran hard. This Ethereum can't scale. We don't have enough block space. Ethereum's dead kind of narrative. But Ethereum always emerges out of the ashes and performs really, really strongly. And we can't forget that it has been one of the strongest performers throughout the bear market. Yes, it hasn't pumped as, as much as Solana, but it also didn't experience that same drawdown that Sol and a lot of L1s did either. It's a more stable asset and it has less upside. I mean, that's just a fact given its market cap. But I just find it funny that six months ago, people were saying Solana and other alt L1s were dead. Like literally, remember back to the ETH staking, the Shanghai upgrade, the merge, when ETH was rising in dominance. Everyone was saying alt L1s are dead. Because Solana was at, what, $20, Near Protocol was in the toilet, Fanta was in the toilet, AVAX was in the toilet, other L1s had dropped a lot, and their charts looked awful, and everyone was saying the old L1 thesis was dead, and that the market was just going to be comprised of Ethereum and a bunch of other L2s. Fast forward six months, and everyone's saying the same about Solana. They're saying, oh, well, Solana and Solana ecosystem and, you know, modular blockchains, these are the future now, and Ethereum and L2s aren't going to be the future. I mean, make up your mind. It just shows that the market has a propensity to draw narratives from price. And you really have to do your best to separate fundamentals and price in the market. Because on the fundamental side, let me remind you of something. Ethereum has the largest developer ecosystem. It has the largest developer ecosystem across ETH and L2s. You can see this. The amount of dev power on ETH is still the strongest out of any blockchain. It by far has the largest amount of funding. I mean, Ethereum and L2 funding smashes any other ecosystem out of the water. Maybe including L2s in this conversation also requires a bit of nuance because L2s often um, benefit their own chains more than ETH, obviously, especially if they have their own tokens. But it's still a net positive, in my opinion, for the ETH ecosystem because money is kept within the EVM ecosystem and a lot of these L2s do settle transactions on the Ethereum consensus and there is a direct benefit for the Ethereum network itself. Do look in front of you and notice that a lot of the top L2s that are being built on ETH, so they're using ETH's consensus, have the highest funding in crypto. Linear, it's an L2 on ETH. ZK Sync, it's an L2 on ETH. Layer Zero, it's an interoperability protocol, but it connects ETH to other blockchains. Starknet, L2 on ETH. Mantle BitDAO, L2. Scroll, L2. Fuel, a little bit different. It does leverage Celestia. Eigenlayer, ETH, ETH staking. 
Okay, and now we're getting into the list of some of the smaller ones, which admittedly aren't ETH. Say is Cosmos. Some of the other ones are multi-chain. But the top ones are ETH, and they're ETH L2s. So ETH has the strongest funding and the most devs. What it also has is a looming spot ETF. And this is a very important point. Yes, the narrative hasn't really kicked off yet, but I believe at some point it will because people have to understand that Ethereum, it may not be the best DGEN asset. It might not be the chain that the people love to use. And that may very well be Solana. But it does have the most institutional credibility of any crypto outside of Bitcoin. So when we talk about institutions adopting crypto, ETH is one of the easiest bets to make because it encompasses that massive ecosystem and L2 ecosystem, which still, by the way, has the most TVL in crypto. So from an institutional perspective, I am quite bullish on ETH. You have to keep in mind that it does have the most users. It does have the most TVL and transactions, including layer 2s, which was the point I was making before about it being slightly disingenuous to compare Sol directly to ETH, especially because Sol's cheap. If Ethereum had the gas fees of Sol, it would be doing 10x the transactions of Sol. Obviously, it doesn't though, right? And Sol has that benefit and that's why it has transactions. I understand the flaw in that point, but you have to keep in mind transactions are in large part a reflection of gas fees. People simply just can't afford to use ETH yet. I mean, once again, their roadmap over time is going to make it much cheaper to use ETH. And actually, the EIP upgrade that's happening in Q1 is going to make L2s significantly cheaper. We're talking a 90 to 95% reduction in the cost of posting call data on Ethereum, which will make L2s much, much, much cheaper to use. It also has much superior decentralization and security to most other blockchains, which is why a lot of these layer 2s are building on ETH and not on other chains. And it has had barely any downtime compared to um, chains like Sol. And you can't forget either that it has a very strong deflationary mechanism. Um, Ultrasound money, yes, it's a bit of a meme. But just remember, when the market does have upticks and activities of spiked activity... Ethereum performs very well in this environment because not only is there interest from the staking side and from the institutional side in the future, I hope, um, but there's also a burn mechanism to juxtapose that. So you've got this interest on the buy side, but then on the supply side, you're also seeing a a supply burn. And that is really my driving thesis behind ETH long term. I believe the ecosystem's here to stay, but I also believe that at some point we will see a supply squeeze. Clearly, this isn't a popular narrative in the market right now. And some of you may be watching, thinking, oh, Miles, Miles, you're crazy, because this is actually kind of counteracting the thumbnail of the video and kind of counteracting what uh, a lot of people on Twitter are saying. But I want to take the opposite stance, um, because I don't believe this ETH is dead narrative has any merit to it. In fact, it's hogwash, in my opinion. Um, And I'm still very bullish on ETH, and I would like ETH, and, and it will continue to be one of my strongest holdings in the market. And this is coming from a guy that owns basically almost the same amount of Solana as ETH right now, just due to the recent pump in price. But I'm actually looking at doing the opposite and switching some of my soul back into ETH. Maybe that's the opposite of what people like Orion are doing, but I'm just being completely honest here. So do I think Solana can flip Ethereum? And then we're going to look into the ETH TA itself, because I believe that there is a trade here as well. I do believe Solana could flip Ethereum, but I, I don't think it's probable. Could and probability are two different questions. I would probably put my neck on the line here and say that ETH outperforms Sol over the next year. I mean, that's a big call. That is a massive call, but I I just feel like it does because Sol is, in my opinion, the end of its run. And ETH is just, I mean, it's it's in the toilet price-wise. So from a a risk-reward perspective, I feel like it's starting to skew back into the ETH territory. 
I'll, I'll rephrase that question. If you, if I could buy a coin, Solana or Ethereum today, what would I buy? It'd be Ethereum at these prices. It would be Ethereum at these prices for me personally. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm 100% happy to be wrong, but these videos are just my opinions. That's why I make these videos. I find this fun. Hope you enjoy my insights too. I'm betting on the Ethereum horse, but I'm also holding my Solana. I'm very bullish on Sol. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've been talking about Sol for months. Everyone that's watched this content would know. I've talked about Solana in every single list for the last two years. I've, I even came out and said I was buying Solana and got ridiculed for it during the Robinhood saga when Solana was $14. Um, even around the FTX time, I still said I was bullish on Sol, got ridiculed for it. I mean, look at us now. We're up massive multiples, and it's one of my strongest performing tokens this year. Um, but we have to reassess our, our, our thesis every single month. And the higher Sol goes, the lower the risk-reward, in my opinion, and the, and, and the less ETH is performing, the higher the risk-reward, in my opinion. So let's take a look at the charts and see if there's any trade on the Ethereum side, and let's map out some technical levels. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that CoinWeb, who's a major partner of the show, is currently running a giveaway. If you don't know what CoinWeb is, is it's essentially your ultimate interoperability solution that allows you to launch and deploy dApps uh, and tokens across a variety of blockchains. So it's one of the most innovative uh, interoperability solutions I've seen come to market, and it's very, very cool. Uh, I highly recommend checking out their wallet, and it's so cool that you can deploy cross-chain tokens yourself just from their wallet application. It's absolutely insane. But if you do want to get your hands on a potential giveaway here, they're giving away $250 to 10 lucky winners. Very, very simple. All you need to do is go into the link in the description, check out their tweet that will enable you to complete their Zealy campaign. The Zealy campaign essentially requires you to complete a bunch of very simple tasks. For example, following them on Twitter, joining their Telegram group and Discord, and learning a bit more about the protocol. That's all you need to do to potentially win $250. So good luck to everyone using the link in the description to complete the giveaway. The winners will be picked on the 1st of February. So in terms of a technical perspective on Ethereum, ETH BTC is currently breaking down, but I am going to note the fact that it did deviate below and then ended up holding above back in June watching to see if we can do a similar thing. But the most important uh, telltale sign of an ETH reversal here will either be a reclamation of the horizontal trend here at 5.5 level or a break of this uh, diagonal um, line here, which is the current downtrend, which has resulted in a series of lower highs for ETH. So, so those are the two kind of scenarios where I do see ETH BTC um, or would be a telltale sign of ETH BTC starting to reverse in terms of momentum. And then on Ethereum itself, yes, it's lagging versus Sol and, and Bitcoin and a lot of other coins, but from a price uh, ETH to dollar perspective, it looks okay. I mean, it has cleared this recent major high on the weekly. It's broken above its $2,000 major resistance level, um, and it's now trading in pretty clean territory. Yes, it's lagging. I 100% respect that, but I do believe it's going to catch people off guard at some point. I genuinely believe ETH's push to 2,400, 2,800, maybe maybe even 3,000 will happen very quickly when it happens, and it will catch a lot of people off guard. This whole Celsius selling ETH FUD thing is giving me Sol vibes. It's giving me Sol 2022 vibes, um, or maybe even as, as recently as, yeah, the Robin Hood thing in 2023. It's given me Sol 2023, what was it, June vibes. That's what it's given me. So let's see what happens. Uh, but, but I am bullish at some point Ethereum is going to have its 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 day. And for that reason, it's in my portfolio. Yes, it doesn't represent the highest upside bet versus something like a Sol, purely because of the market cap. So if you're trying to make millions with not a lot of money or 
tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands with hundreds of dollars or low thousands, then obviously, yeah, Ethereum might not be the greatest idea for you if that is your goal and 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 assuming you don't have that much capital to put into the market. Even Solana probably isn't really the highest upside bet for you either um, at this level. So it really depends on your goals. Whereas if you're parking a lot of money in the market, you know, tens of thousands of dollars plus, then it does make sense to go for these higher caps like Ethereum because you can still do 5 to 10x multiples in ETH. ETH, when it eventually hits $10,000, that's going to represent a, a 4 to 5x multiple. And for someone that does have the luxury of putting tens of thousands in, that can be a six-figure plus trade. So it does make sense probably for those with a bigger account size or uh, people that just want a slightly more risk-off option to get exposure to the crypto market. Not everyone is chasing, although a lot of you are and I am, not everyone is chasing 10Xs in the market. Some people just want a slightly safer way to incrementally increase their portfolio value. And then ETH is a proposition which, which, which you may prefer over other coins. So it really just depends on your opinion. But I just want to reaffirm my conviction here in ETH and take the contrary approach to what I'm seeing across Twitter. Before I head off, I want to remind you that the Search token is currently trading now on Gate, Mexi, and PancakeSwap. This is a product I've spoken about on previous shows that essentially um, is a strongbox, so that's the name of their product, that enables you to store your crypto assets in a decentralized manner, um, but harnessing the benefits of centralized entities in the sense that you keep your own assets, but you have um, uh, guaranteed storage over your assets that doesn't necessarily hold the same risks as managing your own seed phrase or hacks, exploits, etc. It also has a built-in inheritance protocol, which enables you to choose nominees for your assets as well, which is super cool. Um, the reason I'm going to talk about it is because their token actually launched, which is the governance token of the ecosystem, which is used for a payment method inside the Serenity Shield ecosystem alongside a revenue share model. So the more the protocol makes, the more stakers of the token will be rewarded. And they're going to be launching staking very soon with up to a 30% APR on search tokens. So in terms of technical levels, it's actually trading pretty clean. On the one hour, you've got this major support at 76 cents that it's currently uh, holding up. By the time you watch this video, the chart may look slightly different, but this is the level I'm watching. You also have your resistance level at a dollar. If it breaks that level, um, then you do have a higher price targets. And you could also put in these two wicks as a local double bottom at 64 cents. So this is currently how it's trading. This is a critical level on the horizontal. And then of course, you know, you do have this $1 level, which if it does start to break, um, is something to look out for on the search side. So if you do want to trade the token, there's a link in the description below to their website where you have Gate, Mexi, and PancakeSwap as your options. I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know in the comments below what you thought. I'm going to ask you a question. If you had to buy a token now to hold for six months. Actually, no, let's make it a year. If you had to buy a token now to hold for a year, would it be Solana or would it be Ethereum? Let me know in the comments below. I'm going to tentatively, tentatively say ETH. If Rand's watching this video, he will strongly disagree, but that is the, yeah, that's the great thing about the channel. We all have different opinions. Um, let me know in the comments below. Would you pick Solo ETH for a hold for the next year? I think I'm, I'm going to say ETH. Let's see. Let's see. I'm being controversial, but that's good. We're all, we, we can all have our opinions. I'm going to see you in the next video. Merry Christmas. I think I'm uploading on Christmas Eve, and then that'll be my last upload for a few days. Going on holiday next week, which should be amazing. And yeah, hope you all enjoyed the video. I will catch you later. Peace.